Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Aren't adventurers supposed to have a specific purpose? What are you doing on this quest? Just meeting strangers? Yep, my purpose is to have no purpose. Though, I sort of find purpose as I go. My basket! It's missing! I have tried many means of defense, but none have yet proven successful. I just wish someone would succeed in getting that darn sword. I am under attack by this ruffian! I want to be big and strong and fight evil. I have hope that if you show up at her door, she might listen. Want to help me yell at them? With your sword? In a threatening manner? Sidequesting is a fantasy podcast about avoiding the main plot. It follows Ryan, an adventurer who's willing to help just about anyone out, as long as they're not being asked to deal with that scary wizard everyone keeps talking about. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast app. What to build, what to build. Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Oh, hi there. Welcome back to Pflugerville. It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat. Beaming into your ears all the way from Lucy Wow's barn. You know, being Lucy Wow's sidekick is a lot of fun, but it's also a learning experience. While working with her, I've learned all sorts of skills I can apply to my own inventions, like the pygmy piano. This is a tiny piano I invented where every key makes the sound of a screaming goat. Imagine listening to your favorite song, but every note is screamed by a goat. Pretty awesome, right? Today's invention is almost as awesome as the pygmy piano. It's Pokemon! Pokemon, it's an anime, it's a movie franchise, it's a card game, it's a collectible, it's one of the most successful gaming franchises of all time. In fact, one of the only things that Pokemon isn't is natural! I mean, you don't see Pokemon growing on trees, do you? (coughs) No, my goats! Before anyone was able to catch them all, someone had to invent them all. Let's take a look at how that happened. In 1982, a Japanese man named Satoshi Tajiri and his friend named Ken Sugimori started a magazine dedicated to video games called Game Freak. It was successful, but after a while, these two buddies decided to stop writing about video games and start making them. So Game Freak became a gaming company. Now, inventing something new is a lot of work. 
So it helps to start with something you're passionate about that will make the work fun. For Satoshi, this means bucks. <laughs> he loved catching and collecting creepy crawlies. In fact, as a kid, Satoshi loved bugs so much he wanted to be an entomologist, which is a person who studies bugs. And his friends gave him the nickname Dr. Buck. So, Satoshi came up with the idea for a game where you collected bugs. But these bugs weren't just any bugs. These bugs looked like monsters. Cute, cute monsters. He called his game Pocket Monsters and pitched it to Nintendo, who agreed to help him turn his dream into a reality. Satoshi spent the next six years working with legendary game maker Shigeru Moyamoto, the man behind Mario and The Legend of Zelda, making Pocket Monsters. In 1996, Pocket Monsters was finally made and was released for the Game Boy in Japan. The way Pocket Monsters worked was you played a character who traveled around the fictional region of Kanto in a quest to catch Pocket Monsters and train them for battling. There were 151 monsters to catch, and the more you caught, the better you would be able to battle. The Game Boy wasn't available in color yet, so the game was black and white. But that didn't matter. People loved Pocket Monsters. But there was a problem. The name Pocket Monsters was a little long for the small Game Boy cartridges. So they decided to shorten it to Pokemon before releasing it outside of Japan. The rest is video game history. Pokemon went on to be the second most successful gaming franchise of all time, right behind Mario. With the success of the games, they decided to create a Pokemon trading card game. The first set of cards contained 102 different Pokemon. The cards became very popular, and by 1999, Pokemon card tournaments were being played all over the world. They created a world championship tournament for all the best players to compete in. Since then, more than 30 billion cards have been printed, and some people will even pay hundreds of thousands of dollars for some of the rare cards, like a first edition Charizard. In 1997, Pokemon was turned into an animated TV series in Japan. It followed the story of a boy named Satoshi, named after the Pokemon creator, as he set off on a journey to try to become a Pokemon master with his companion, Pikachu. When the series was released worldwide, the producers changed Satoshi's name to Ash Ketchum, but Pikachu stayed the same. It was only supposed to be a single season experiment, but it was so successful that there have been over 23 seasons of Pokemon with more than 1,000 episodes. Wow! One of the big reasons for the show's success is Pikachu. Pikachu is a bright yellow Pokemon who gets its name from Pika, the sound the Japanese make for an electric spark, and Chu, the sound a mouse makes. It's hard to say why Pikachu became so popular. He just has something about him that in a world full of cool and cute Pokemon, he stands out. He's a natural movie star, which is a good thing since 23 animated films have been made, including a live action movie, Detective Pikachu. As successful as all of the Pokemon games, shows, and movies were, they were always in your hands or on your TV. But that all changed in 2016, when Pokemon escaped into our world with Pokemon Go. The game was groundbreaking and allowed players to explore the real world using satellite and augmented reality technology to make it seem like Pokemon were appearing on their phone screens all over the world. Pokemon were finally everywhere. People won't always see the world the same way you do, but that's a good thing for an inventor. What makes you different is what makes you special. Look at Satoshi. Most of the world saw bugs and said, ew, but he said, cool, 
and decided to invent a way to share his passion with everyone. And so now, 20 years later, over a billion people are walking around seeing the world through his eyes and trying to catch all of his inventions. Well, folks, we've come to the end of another Kapow's Power of Invention podcast. Come back tomorrow when I'll be covering more inventors and inventions. And while you're waiting, you do realize there are just a slew of shows that take place in Pflugerville, right? It's true! There's Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn, inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat Kapow. Hey, that's me! Lucy goes big, and then she goes bigger! Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. That's a real winner. I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories. And you can too! Uh, keep on the lights, folks. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein's Story Club, wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll find your way. And don't forget, Friday's Listener Mailbag. If you've got a question about the world of Go Kid Go shows, Pflugerville, or Lil Ol' Me, send it to kapow at gokidgo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. It's very exciting. Have yourself an inventive day. Make something, build something, go big, and then go bigger. Until next time, this is Kapow signing off. Go, kid, go! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.